You have good neighbors because there is it's yeah. loud kit and there is no problem. You want Kirtan?
Therefore the association, therefore the association of devotees and the bona fide spiritual master are important. One should know that the goal is Krishna. And when the goal is assigned, then that path is slowly but progressively traversed. And the ultimate goal is achieved. What is the ultimate goal? Prabhupada said here, ultimate goal is Krishna. So when a person knows the goal of life but is addicted to the fruits of activities, he is acting in karma yoga. When he knows that the goal is Krishna but he takes pleasure in mental speculation to understand Krishna, he is acting in jnana yoga. And when he knows the goal and seeks Krishna completely in Krishna consciousness and devotional service, he is acting in bhakti yoga or bhuti yoga. which is the complete yoga. <coughs> this complete yoga is the highest perfectional stage of life. A person may have a bona fide spiritual master and may be attached to a spiritual organization, but still if he is not intelligent enough to make progress, then Krishna from within gives him instructions so that he may ultimately come to him without difficulty. The qualification is that a person always engage himself in Krishna consciousness and with love and devotion render all kinds of services. He should perform some sort of work for Krishna and that work should be with love. If a devotee is not intelligent enough to make progress on the path of self-realization, but is sincere and devoted to the activities of devotional service, the Lord gives him a chance to make progress and ultimately attain to him. Off, off. So far, 800 now. Twelve hundred. No discount. So this is verse 10, chapter 10, Bhagavad Gita, answered it, the opulence of the Absolute. Teshan Satadajuptanam. Vajutam Preeti Purvatam. 
those who are satatas juktana, those who are always engaged in my service, Priti Purvakam, which is uh, lovingly offered. <coughs> These uh, persons are going back to Krishna. And how is that? Is that Krishna is giving them intelligence so how they can get back? That's why we call it Buddhi Yoga. Because this is the yoga of intelligence. We are advised to do Yukta Vairagya. We have to engage all our senses in Krishna's service. Retire, they think, okay, when I retire, then I'll serve Krishna. But then when they retire, then they give all their, their funds away to this charity, to their family, to the relatives, to everyone. Then they come to Krishna with the empty hand. He said, why should I do it like that? He says, no, Rupa Goswami, he was a finance minister for the Emperor Hussein Shah. When surplus of money he had, he used the 25% for his uh, family members. 50% he used for Krishna, and 25% he kept for emergencies. Some emergency can always happen. So this is a better formula. Of course, it will depend on one's personal wealth and what the needs are. But uh, it's a formula that was uh, recommended by Srila Prabhupada. We follow the good examples of the Acharyas. Sarupa so and Sanatana, they were Grihastas before. Prabhupada was a Grihasta also. But he took Vanaprast uh, when he was uh, 56, Sanyas when he was 59. Then for so many years, 13 years in total, he was the preaching in India, and then he went to the West in 19... 1769. Well, no, actually, went in 1965 when he was 70 years old. So, we don't recommend that everybody has to take sannyas, even when they become 59 or 60. That's already feel like him. We have only 100 sannyasis in Iskand out of, uh, we have, say, a million devotees. So, the odds are very bad. But what we're trying to repeat is that sannyasa yoga, that we use what we have for Krishna, that's a real sannyasi. So even if a sannyasi 
has very little possession. But if he doesn't use it for Krishna, he's not a real sannyasi. And instead of a grihasta, raises their children for Krishna, uses their house for Krishna, does their work for Krishna, they bring everything as an offering to Krishna. Then they are really a sannyasi, even though they are maybe grihasta. In the sense that they are dedicating, surrendering everything to Krishna. So Krishna is in the center. So Bhakti Vinod Thakur, he's saying, Krishna Samsara Koro, Charo Anachar. Krishna Samsara Koro. You make a Krishna conscious family. There's no problem with that. You must do that. Make Krishna conscious family. But what you should give up, Charo Anachar. Give up the bad habits. There are certain bad habits that are obstacles in our Krishna consciousness. Those things we give up. A family, if we can put the Krishna in the center of the family, that's a strong position to serve Krishna. Priya Vrata was a young brahmachari. He was the son of Manu. So he's superhuman. He's a celestial being. But human celestial. Celestial human. Because Manu is the source of the humans. In fact, uh, according to some authorities, Manu brought mankind to earth. So we're trying to find out the evolutionary origins of mankind when there's always the missing link. They can't find, because they won't find. Partly because we're not evolved. Another part is because we came here from another planet. Somehow, Manu brought us here. Son was uh, Priyavrata. And Priyavrata, he decided he'll remain Brahmachari. But uh, then there's a big problem because uh, the dynasty of the Manus, Manus have an important role in the universe. All the human uh, beings are guided, influenced by the powers of Manu. <coughs> so Swayam Bhuva Manu wanted his son to get married, like most parents want their children to get married, but then, and to be the next king. But uh, Priyavata Brahmachari was uh, afraid that I may get entangled in the material life and I won't get back to Krishna, I won't get a moksha. So then, Brahma came and preached to Priyavrata. 
So he was pretty important person and Brahma is going to go and talk to him. And explain to him that if you have a proper Krishna conscious wife, and together you are serving Krishna, then the Grihastha ashram can be like a citadel, like a fortress. What do they call that in, in Hindi? Like Lal Kila. Kila. Red Fort. You have a fortress to fight against Maya. But, uh, but it's important that the both husband and wife, they should be God conscious. Some Vihastas ask Bhakti Vinod Thakur. What was the most important thing for a grihastha? He said, for a grihastha, the most important thing is that the spouse, the person you're married to, should be God-conscious. Because grihastha life means it's a teamwork, husband, wife, a team effort. So both are in the spiritual line together. That is very strong. They can be in the material world, do their material things, but with Krishna in the center, they can remain very strong spiritually also. If those things have to be done, that's why I say Bhuti Yoga, they're done under the guidance of the Guru, how you do in a spiritualized way. So I always like to see the whole family together and we try to encourage all the family members to be Krishna conscious. Just some water. There's Bhishma Dev. He was lifelong brahmacharya. Now it's considered to be a very great austerity that he did. Janma brahmachari from his very birth. But that's not recommended in the Kali Yuga as a standard. It wasn't even very common in the Dwarva Yuga. Krishna samsara koro chara vanacha. Give up the bad habits. Make a Krishna conscious family. Nowadays, in the modern world, families are on the downside. People think we're against family. We're not. Krishna consciousness is for families. We are pro-family. But this modern world, I mean, we're seeing as the Kali Yuga progressing. And before in India, there was no uh, divorce. Now it's spiraling, it's increasing. 
and in the West, in the UK, I think they said of all the, only 50% are married. Some like 30-40% are, or, or maybe even 50% are single parent families. And maybe they were married but they divorced or they're mother without any husband or something. Somehow they're like they're called single parent family. I mean only one person or one person with kids. 50%. Disaster. At least India is like 99, maybe still 99, 98% is all families. We heard in uh, Singapore they have their city state, but they made that, they found that if you encourage people to have their own flat, it's somehow politically it's really it's good for the government. Everybody owns the flat. I don't know, owning the flat is the same as a family, but. Mostly governments nowadays, you're hearing them talking about the problem that there's no families, or families are going down. That the nation can only build up, so even when we have families, so even the nations, they understand this nowadays. But they don't have a, pro a process. Because uh, families are a responsibility. And people are lazy, they don't like to take responsibility. So in the West, if they're given the option, there's some people, they don't take that responsibility, why should I get married? This is the kind of situation. So Prabhupada, when he went to the West, he found many couples, boyfriends, girlfriends, like that, so he started marriage. It was a big revolution. Swamiji, you may think, okay, in India, this is nothing. Everybody gets married, right? But there they don't get, they weren't married. He got them married. He started sitting down before the yajna, take your vows, accept to be married. That was a revolutionary thing. Of course, there are many people get married in the West, but not uh, the young people he was preaching to, they were not uh, married, many of them. Somewhere, somewhere, many of them. So he was encouraging them, rather than you be householders, be responsible. So if somebody is a householder, then they had to think, how do you, how to use my things for Krishna? That's Buddha Yoga. You have more freedom as a householder. So that freedom, you can misuse the freedom or you can utilize the freedom. Like somebody living in an ashram as a brahmachari, then there's a, a temple head who's controlling their activities. They don't have so much freedom. They, they're like in the military, yeah? they sacrifice that freedom to follow the discipline. So when those uh, brahmacharis, uh, some of them get married, then they're suddenly free with their family, with their money. 
So it's lots of temptations. You can do all kinds of nonsense if you want. Nobody's there looking over your shoulder. So actually the the Grihastas who are following everything strictly, I think they're more mature, they're very mature people. They're doing it because, not because someone's there pushing on them, but because uh, they've decided with their own intelligence, this is better for my family, this is better for me, that I should chant Hare Krishna, that I should offer my food to Krishna, that I should take Krishna Prasadam. Sometimes people, somebody was telling me that uh, the wife, one wife was telling me that my husband was, uh, this was somewhere, this was in, uh, in uh, Maturadesh, here in the Gulf, that um, husband was complaining, you Hare Krishnas, she's more active than he is a little bit. You're too strict. That's what's wrong with the Hare Krishna. They're too strict, too conservative. <coughs> I said, we have so much freedom, but we just don't want to do anything that is not for Krishna. flying here, they give you the menu. The first four items on the menu, I can't even speak in this uh, assembly, right? But I don't eat anything in there. I just say, I ordered a fresh fruit plate. Here's my fresh fruit. Because uh, I don't want anything that's uh, cooked by non-devotee. At least for one day I can suffer. Wait till I come here to get my business. If I'm working outside, somewhere on business trip, okay. You may have to eat vegetarian food from a hotel or something that's unavoidable. But I am flying from one place to the next. So one day, okay, one day I'll bring prasad with me or I'll take fruit. But the options are there, so nobody's watching. But we eat, or we eat what we know, but Krishna is watching, he's in our heart. There's a saying, but don't drink water, under water, on a fast day. You understand that? Don't drink water, under water. How you can drink water, under water? You see, sometimes there's a fast day, like some Ikarasi, some Nirjala Upavas. But some people go to the Holy River, they may go to the Ganga, then they're, they're fasting, no water. Water, no. When they go under the water for bathing, so that nobody even... They can drink water, underwater, and then come up. Good job. They can look very, you know, austere. Because no one can see whether you're drinking water when you're under the water. Right? But who you're fasting for? We're fasting for Krishna. He knows what we're doing. 
<coughs> so we can't uh, fool Krishna. So it's not that we're so strict in the sense, we're just sincere that we want to do what's pleasing to Krishna. He says here, satatam juktanam. Satatam means always. Priti Purva, who is always worshipping me with loving devotion, they are given the intelligence by me how to come to me. So the serious devotees, they always want to do the things for Krishna. That doesn't mean, okay, like when you're 50, like today one boy told me, when you get 50, then you do Krishna, then you should do. I said, no, it's not like that. He was maybe almost at 25 or something. It's not like that. Prahlad says, Komarama from five years of age, the children should be trained. The earlier we can get in the habit of spiritual life, the better. It's very hard for old people to suddenly change. Old people, that's when you're retired, your daughters are married, your sons are settled. Then your husband and wife, they can go to holy places or they can... Some people come from the Gulf and they, they have a house in Mayapur or some holy place and they do seva. Or some go back to their village and they make a temple. I was just inaugurating one temple. One uh, Rihasta devotee. He had his own factory where he makes the spokes for the umbrellas. And he had a big, maybe over 25 to 50 percent of the market share in eastern India. And it rains a lot in East India, so everyone has umbrellas. So there's millions of umbrellas. And he makes the spokes for all the different manufacturers of umbrellas. So with that money, he built a, his dream was, I want to have a Radha Krishna temple in my village. So he built a fabulous temple. I mean, it's really a beautiful temple. The temple must be 70, 80 feet high, with a temple room, medium size. Compare, I mean, it's not like a big like Delhi or Vrindavan, but, but his, his temple room, the, the Darshan area is probably uh, is bigger than the first Darshan area of our Vrindavan temple. It's quite, it must, it must be about, it's one altar, Radha Krishna and Lord Chaitanya, and it's about, Maybe 30 by 50 feet, maybe 40 by 50, something like that. I mean, I didn't measure it properly. They fit in there over a thousand people. I don't know how many crores he or lakhs or how much he spent on it, but with his profit, uh, with a portion of his profit, he just kept building up the temple, and now he's 62. He's carried over the business to the children, but. Uh, that he finished the temple. So we went there to cut the ribbon, inaugurate, start the puja. Now he wants it 
give that temple over to Iskan. So, I know some people, when they build their house in India, when they're working in the Gulf, they now, after becoming devotee, they plan out, instead of double garage, they have a kirtan area, a kirtan hall. Or they make a two-story downstairs for the for the, some program, some big living room or something. Better you keep it separate so the house's privacy is maintained. And they go back and do Namahatan. Many, I was just in Kerala, so many devotees are there, but not some devotees like Radharaman does. He's done a lot of um, propaganda, a lot of preaching. Some, when they go back to India, they get swallowed up. Not so much good association. So we, we want a program that when every people go back, that they have to stay in contact with the other devotees, establish namhatas, get some support, and help us to spread in India also. Because here there's a nice uh, community of devotees, so it gives a lot of strength. Hello, Sangha Shakti, when we're in Kali Yuga, we get more strength with the association of the devotees. So. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day, and don't forget to like and share our channel.